What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Game Point Podcast. And today, we are going to be talking about the Xbox Game Showcase that happened earlier today. Uh, I pretty much just finished watching it. Um, I thought it was interesting. We'll get into that. Um, I want to preface this episode with, uh, you know, usually uh, in June, early June, there's an E3 conference, an in-person conference for... um, you know, the upcoming games for the holiday season and beyond, and, you know, due to COVID, that didn't happen. So, both, usually both the Xbox and PlayStation both reveal their games or consoles um, in, kind of in the same week or weekend, but this year it was split up. Uh, We saw PlayStation 5 reveal their games uh, earlier, I think, in June. So, you know, today, it was Xbox's turn, right? The, the big, big, big idea for this showcase was Halo. Everyone was so focused on Halo, and, you know, rightfully so. They announced, I think they announced Halo Infinite uh, as the next installment of Halo about a year ago, and we hadn't gotten any gameplay since. We only got a trailer, and it wasn't even gameplay. It was just a rendered uh, campaign-style thing. So we didn't get, we hadn't had any gameplay for a whole a whole uh, year. But um, before we get further into Halo, I want to talk about uh, some of the things uh, that the showcase did, and then we'll round out the episode with my overall thoughts on the entire episode um, and stuff like that. So, the pre-show started, um, and, you know, I'm not usually too into pre-shows, but I figured, you know, for the sake of this episode, I would watch uh, a pre-show. So, it was decent. They brought in creators and game journalists, um, and, you know, the content creators from YouTube or Twitch, you know, kind of gave their thoughts on um, what they expected, what they wanted to see, um, and it was nice to hear some, you know, different, uh, you know, point of, points of view, um, but uh, they did ha- uh, show world premieres of different games throughout the pre-show. Um, I think two of the main ones that were really interesting was a new free-to-play first-person shooter called Exomecha. Um, it's like this, this you know, other planetary world um, with like nature and all this other stuff. I thought it was decent, especially since it's free-to-play. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. Not coming out to about I think like 2021, so uh, we're a long way from that. Um, uh, the other notable one we had was the new Watch Dogs game, uh, Watch Dogs Legion. I personally never played either any Watch Dogs games, so I probably won't pick this up. Um, I, it's just not something I'm interested in. If I see some gameplay that's worth, you know, buying it, you know, I say, you know, why not? But uh, I just haven't seen enough for me to really care about this game. Um, and that's, you know, it's just all subjective. I I just, I'm not interested in, in you know, Watch, Dogs, Watch Dogs, so, you know, after that, uh, they brought in a few more creators to talk about, you know, the upcoming games. Uh, obviously, uh, with both the pre-show and the main show, I won't get into all of the um, the reveals just because it would take a while, and I really want to get to certain uh, points, so, you know, that kind of did it for the pre-show. Uh, like I said, they brought in, you know, uh, various people. Um, it was decent. Uh, it wasn't anything spectacular, but um, but on to the main show. Um, so before I think 
so they showed Halo first, but I'll, I want to talk about that at the end of this episode because I think it's really important. I want to end on it. Um, they prefaced before all the world premieres that every um, every game shown uh, in the live stream was going to be on uh, Microsoft's uh, Xbox Game Pass. And for those of you that don't know, Game Pass is like a Netflix-style subscription service except for games for Xbox. This is one thing that I think Xbox has an advantage over on uh, PlayStation, but we'll kind of get into that later with my uh, thoughts. Um, I have some... You know things I want to get off my chest about the Game Pass and and what has what Microsoft has done uh, as of recently. So the first world premiere that I want to get into is State of Decay 3. It's another zombie game. Woohoo! Uh, I know zombie games are a huge thing. Personally, I'm not super into zombie games just because I think it's been overplayed a little bit. Um, but, you know, I'm open-minded. Uh, if I see some gameplay, you know, similar to what I said about uh, Watch Dogs, you know, I might pick it up. We'll see. Um, you know, kind of the next thing they, they went to was uh, Forza Motorsport. Now, uh, I, I'm i kind of disappointed because they didn't show uh, or didn't announce a new Forza Horizon game. Uh, I prefer the Forza Horizon games over the Forza Motorsport games. The difference being that Forza Motorsport is more focused on racing and Forza Horizon is more about collecting vehicles and exploration of the set world that it's in. So I prefer Horizon. They didn't announce a new Horizon game, but uh, maybe next year. Or, or maybe they haven't planned on uh, um, uh, showing it yet. Maybe. Uh, they just didn't want to show it for this. But I, I doubt that. But um, One thing I will say about Forza is anytime a new console comes out, on Microsoft side, Forza, and for those of you that don't know, Forza is an Xbox exclusive. Um, Forza has always been a pioneer in showing off the graphics for um, Xbox. I really, 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 really like uh, kind of that focus. Um, I mean, the game looked like insane. Um, it just everything, every time Forza is shown, it just, it, they're just showing off like the graphics and, and all that stuff. I think it's great. Um, I'm not a huge fan of racing games, except for, like, Horizon, like I said, but, you know, uh, again, the graphics looks great. Um, I'm really showing off the Xbox Series X and, and what they have to offer this year versus the PlayStation uh, 5. So, the next one uh, that they showed off, one this is the one that I'm, like, actually, like, excited about, like, I'm interested in, like, I might actually get it. Um, from the short snippets I saw, but there's this new open-world RPG game called Avowed. Um, it's looked kind of like the style of Skyrim, but more so, I don't know if you, you guys have ever played Skyrim, but um, there's different styles in Skyrim that were kind of represented in this uh, Avowed game, this open-world RPG. So I'm really excited about it. It um, showed uh, kind of this guy who was fighting... I think he was fighting like a skeleton, like a like a mage skeleton, and like he had like a sword with like um, with um, uh, magic in his left hand and all this crazy stuff. So I'm excited about that. Um, I'm just wondering like what it's what it's all about and if it's going to be like true open world or if it's going to be more linear. I would prefer you know open versus linear, but you know we'll see. Um, that's, you know, I talk about Skyrim and comparing it to Skyrim. 
kind of a segue to that would be, you know, they we haven't seen anything about Elder Scrolls Six. Now Bethesda usually prefers to reveal like, the, reveal their games with Xbox, uh, despite being on both PlayStation and Xbox. Um, they did this with Fallout seventy six, which actually turned out to be a disaster, but nonetheless. Uh, Elder Scrolls 6 was announced actually, I think a year ago, or maybe 2018, I'm not sure, but, and uh, it was just like a cinematic kind of fly-through of the world of Elder Scrolls 6, and I think it takes place in High Rock, um, and another province of Skyrim, or province of Tamriel, but, um, yeah, uh, it's just... I, I wish I wish we would see some Elder Scrolls stuff, but uh, again, maybe next year. Um, and uh, I'll kind of talk about overall how this showcase did in a little bit. Um, next, we had like just just this stupid. Um, I I don't understand the rehashing of video games. I mean, we saw it with um, we saw it with GTA Five with um, PlayStation's reveal event. Uh, like PlayStation 5 or, or GTA 5 is like free for PlayStation 4 owners if you have it on PlayStation 4 for, and then it would be free for you on PlayStation, PlayStation 5 and then on top of that like you get like 1, one million in-game dollars a month leading up to the, the release of PlayStation 5. It's like, what's the point, right? I mean, it's, I, yeah, I get it. It's GTA 5, it's a good game but like, what, why? Like, and the same thing we kind of, Xbox kind of had their, you know, quote, GTA moment with Destiny 2. Now, when Destiny 2 came out, I thought it was a good game. Um, and it just got bland really quick. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Destiny 2 or not, but, um, you know, I, I know a few people that play it, and I understand that it's a grinder's paradise um, if you're looking for that kind of game. But, I mean, it went free to play uh, not too long ago. And I don't know, it's just not fun for me anymore. Um, and they announced like today during the event that it's going to be like all the expansions, like the DLC is going to be free on uh, Game Pass. Um, and the the base game is free, but the, you have to purchase the expansions. Um, but you know, with the Game Pass, it's going to be the whole the whole thing, the whole shebang is going to be free. I mean, I, I don't, I like, I don't. I, there's no point. I, I just don't understand it. Unless you're like a hardcore fan, and you don't have the money to buy the the expansions. There's really no point in getting it. Um, but anyway, uh, you know, at this point, we're being a dead horse. Um, with uh, on to the next world premiere, um, uh, Stalker Two. I'm not familiar with the Stalker franchise. Um, I'd have to really do more research on it. But it looked interesting. Uh, it looks like it took place in Chernobyl. Um, which is a, uh, uh, like a ruined area, um, that suffered, like, a nuclear explosion disaster, so, uh, there's always been games that have, games and media and entertainment have always kind of, you know, been obsessed with Chernobyl, which is, uh, interesting, and there's been a lot of great games and great, um, great entertainment out of it, and I think, you know, I, I don't mind it, uh, I'm interested uh, again, I think if I see more, I might, you know, consider buying it. So, you know, good things to say about that. Uh, next one was actually a surprise, Tetris Connected. Um, you know, obviously everyone knows who, uh, what Tetris is. So, Tetris, um, 
it's one of those classic, you know, games that kind of jump-started gaming, and, you know, so nothing bad to say about that, you know, coming to Game Pass, why not, so, you know, nothing bad to say about that, I thought that was good. Um, the next one we have is the Crossfire X campaign reveal. Um, so for those of you that don't know, Crossfire X is a CSGO kind of uh, duplicate or Counter-Strike-esque game. Uh, I played the, the multiplayer beta. I thought the beta was really, really fun. I've always wanted a Counter-Strike copycat on console, and that's what Crossfire X is. Um, there's a lot of things that c they could do better with the, the multiplayer. Um, but I thought the beta was promising. I thought it was really good, and um, this campaign looked decent. Um, there ha there's been conflicting information on the campaign and whether or not it costs money because the multiplayer for Crossfire X is free to play, so people are unsure if the campaign is going to cost money, and then somebody mentioned that, oh, it it's, it's coming to Game Pass, and I've heard somebody say it's not on Game Pass, so that's interesting. We'll see how that goes. I mean, I don't know, like, I don't. there's a lot of conflicting information, but I'm interested. Uh, you know, whether or not it's on Game Pass um, really doesn't matter to me. I mean, I used to have Game Pass. I had to cancel my subscription. I, I intend on coming back to Game Pass at some point, but, um, yeah, Crossfire X uh, looks good. Um, next, we have uh, Fable. Um, Fable is a historic franchise. It's been around for a while. I never played the original Fable games, but it was just a trailer. Uh, not Nothing too uh, crazy. Um, uh, am I interested? I don't know. Uh, we'll see. It's kind of one of those things where I never played the originals, so I don't really know what's going on. I'd have to do more research on it, and, you know, yada, yada, yada. So that's, like, the gist of, like all the the reveals that I thought were kind of notable um, and obviously you know we have Halo right um, I mean so the the show opened up with Halo um, and I was expecting a lot um, and so was everybody else because you know if you reveal a game uh, a year ago and you hype up another reveal for it like a campaign reveal you got to bring out your big guns like you got to especially for a franchise like Halo I mean you got to like you know do your your thing like you got to show off everything you got to like hype it up right and that's just not what this was um, I mean it looked good uh, for what it was worth but I mean I it was just underwhelming but we'll get into the positives we'll get into you know what my thoughts are on it, but so uh, the weapons look great, uh, both the old ones and the new ones. I got kind of a Halo Reach style, which I really enjoyed. Um, the mechanics looked interesting. Um, it wasn't too twitch shooter like Halo 4 or Halo 5. It was kind of in between Halo 3 and Halo 5, um, which I kind of think is interesting, and I'm excited to see where that takes multiplayer. Because um, we only saw campaign today. Uh, the campaign, um, the idea of you know having the ability to have a less linear uh, campaign where you have different objectives and you can do which objectives you want to uh, in a certain area, uh, I thought was interesting. I would recommend watching the reveal. Uh, you might get a better understanding of what I'm talking about. I think 
I think open world games are becoming more of a thing, uh, not not just because it's more popular, but because of the technology that we have now, especially with the Xbox Series X. Um, I think it's great. Uh, I love open world. I love choices in games. I think it's really cool. So that was that was super good. Um, they showcased and talked about. I think they released an article right after about the Slip Space engine, which is like a new engine that they're using for Halo on the Xbox Series X, um, which I think is I think is good. Um, you know, Xbox and Microsoft have always been about you know pushing the the boundaries of you know their consoles and and really rival rival uh, rivaling um, even PC games. So uh, that'll be interesting to see. So kind of the negatives, um, not enough was shown. I mean, yes, it looked good, um, but not enough was shown. I'm not hyped enough, right? I, I mean, you that's disappointing. You hyped up. You know, you released a trailer for it a year ago, and you know we we this whole year we've been like we want to see gameplay, we want to see gameplay, we see some gameplay, but you know it's just underwhelming, and uh, not because the 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 style or the content of it, but how long it was and not it just wasn't enough. And Halo is such a good historic franchise that you just need more, and I'm sure we'll see more, but. Right now, it's just not looking that great. I mean, there's positives, but there's more negatives. Um, I saw a lot of people on Twitter complaining that um, we didn't see uh, any announcement about a Battle Royale. Um, honestly, I don't think Halo should jump into that. Although I think Halo could benefit a little bit. Um, I don't think it would be worth it because you, know, you still have your, your core fan base. But, like, you can't just, like, implement Halo BR. Uh, it's just not... I mean, you could, but... Um, you're just... Uh, here's the thing. With Halo 4, when 343 took over for Bungie, they tried too much to be like Call of Duty, and they tried to implement Call of Duty mechanics into the game, and it, it backfired big time. I mean, sure, they brought in a few new people... But their core fans and their hardcore fans were, you know, up, very upset. So I don't see any reason why Halo should have a BR besides the fact to jump on the trend and gain some new, you know, people, some new gamers. But, like, I don't think they should, honestly. And they even said, like, they're not showing multiplayer until later. So we don't even know. We're not going to know for a while. Um, so, like, I don't know, man. I, 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 I'm excited about Halo, but... Um, at the same time, just not, not enough was shown. Um, it's just kind of disappointing a little bit. So, yeah, man. Uh, uh, just Halo. Halo, Halo, Halo. I mean, it, they were talked about it forever. They talked about it in the pre-show, like hyped it up. And we just got like five minutes, something like that. I mean, come on, man. You didn't even show multiplayer. You got to come. You got to come better. So... I don't know. So, you know, overall, the show, I think it was decent. Um, you know, I, a few gripes. Um, some of the world premieres were already teased a few months ago, so they kind of false advertising a little bit. Uh, they weren't really world premieres because we already knew about them. Uh, they just been announced, but this time we saw like a trailer or like gameplay. Um, but some of the world premieres were actually genuine, genuine, um, like some of the ones I mentioned. But, yeah, that was kind of weird. Um, 
this is one thing that personally that I noticed, um, and I, I want to preface this with there's nothing wrong with having a certain art style for a game. Um, I think those games are important. I think it's important to have a variety, um, but this reveal had way too many games with a similar art style. I mean, it was like actually, I got like annoyed because I was like, well, you know, you have all these world premieres, but it's like the same, it's like the same style, like not the same kind of game in terms of what you do, but like it just, it looked, it all looked the same. It, like when I think back to the show without looking at notes, I just, it all looks the same. Like, nothing stood out besides the major ones, like Halo and Crossfire and, like, all the ones I mentioned. So, that's kind of a, a, com a complaint I have. Um, and those were, like, indie games, so that's understandable, but, I mean, I don't know. It just all looked the same. Uh, again, Halo didn't show enough. Um, now we get into the argument with, like, which one is better, PlayStation 5 or Xbox Series X? Well... We don't, I feel like we don't know enough yet. Um, right now, I think PS5 is kind of in in the the, the first place category because the the reveal event for PlayStation 5 wasn't the greatest, but it also wasn't terrible. Um, it was kind of average, and I feel like the Xbox game showcase that they did today was was uh, below average. So PS5 right now, I feel like they have better games. Um, and they've had better games for years. It's been plaguing Xbox forever. Um, so the they have better exclusives. So PS5 kind of is in that forefront. I think the big X factor for me is price points. Um, and it worries me. I'm very concerned about it. Um, because PlayStation hasn't... I don't think they've announced their price point yet, but they did announce two different versions of their consoles. They announced a uh, disc, uh, one with a disk drive and a console without a disk drive, so an all-digital version. And for those of you that keep up with gaming, know that you know we're getting into a more digital kind of uh, realm with gaming where you just buy a game and you download it. You don't even have to go out and buy a disc. Um, it's kind of similar to the way music works now where not a lot of people buy CDs. Um, I mean, sure, vinyl's popping off, but... Um, you know, you have more streams and downloads than purchases um, via, you know, in-store with a physical disc. Um, but, yeah, I mean, with, with having two different types of consoles, with an all-digital and a disc one, creates an opportunity to lower the price depending on what your consumers want. Um, and Xbox Series X hasn't announced anything like that. They did it with the Xbox One X, which released a few years ago. They had an all-digital version, then they had a disc version, which was helpful to the consumer. But they haven't announced anything like that for the X, which kind of worries me. Another thing that worries me is just a few days ago, uh, Xbox removed the yearly $60 gold subscription from their website. Now I believe uh, previously you had the one, you had uh, the one month version, a monthly version. You had a three month version, and then you had the yearly version. So you would reoccur. You could you do reoccurring payments. Right now I have the sixty dollars version. So every year around December, um, I pay sixty dollars for the Xbox Live subscription, which lets me play games online with friends and yada yada yada. Um, and so on with the you know the three month version and the one month version. Now the the um, the 
advantage with the $60 one is you actually save money because you're not paying a monthly, I think of like a monthly $10 one and then a three month one for like eight bucks or something like that. So if you pay like a, a monthly one, then you're paying $120 per year because of 12 months, um, 12 times 10, 12 times, 12 times 10, um, you know, 120 if I'm correct. I don't even know. Uh, I, I'm stuck at math. So if, if I'm incorrect, but I'm a hundred percent sure I'm correct, but, um, and then the three month version, I forgot what the price point is on that, but you're paying a little, a little bit less than 120, I think, but the $60 version is, is superior, um, because you're, you're literally paying half the price of the monthly one for a whole year. So, um, and they removed that, which causes, um, or raises questions like why would you remove that and are you going to replace it for something else they haven't announced anything a replacement they haven't announced a replacement or anything like that even today so and they did they they preface the show with like oh we're not going to talk about pricing today we're not going to talk about pricing today so i'm kind of worried uh to be honest um if you remove the 60 dollar yearly subscription and you don't replace it the other options are more expensive. Then you have Game Pass Ultimate, which is about $180 a year, which is actually sounds like a lot, but for what you get, it's kind of worth it. But at the same time, for people that don't want Game Pass or you know don't maybe don't have the money for Game Pass, then what's the option? You know, if you don't want to do Game Pass or if you don't want to pay $120 a year in uh, online subscription, it's just it's ludicrous. So. They haven't announced anything. So if here's my worry: PlayStation Five and Sony, they have a sixty-dollar yearly subscription right now. They still have it. They haven't removed it, and I don't see any reason why they would. And if they have two different versions of the console, right? And one is cheaper than the other, more options for the consumer, and they have the better games. What does what what is Xbox going to do, right? I mean, at that point, why would you get an Xbox when you can buy a PlayStation for around three hundred dollars? I'm 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 estimating here. They haven't announced the price point, but if you you pay for an all digital PlayStation for three hundred fifty dollars, and then you have and you have to pay sixty dollars a year for uh, play, play, PlayStation Plus, but then you flip the coin and Xbox is at like five hundred dollar price point with a hundred and eighty to or hundred twenty to one hundred eighty yearly subscription. At that point, like, it's not even worth it, uh, in my opinion, even with Game Pass, like, because PlayStation has, like, they have the Spider-Man game, they have, uh, I think they, they, they showed off a, another game, um, that was, like, uh, that has a lot of history, I forgot what it's called, but at this point, I'm worried, uh, honestly, with the way Xbox is looking, especially after that, after that Halo reveal, I mean... We're, we're in danger. I mean, if Halo multiplayer, if the Halo Infinite multiplayer doesn't perform, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. And if they don't, if they don't offer options for their consumer uh, with Microsoft and Xbox and, you know, getting rid of the yearly subscription, I don't know how this is going to go. Um, I think Xbox might be in a world of hurt, honestly. So, you know, that's kind of what the show encompassed. That's kind of my thoughts on the show. Um, overall, I thought it was worse than the PlayStation 5 
reveal for their for their their game showcase. Um, although although theirs wasn't that much better, but my main thing is I'm worried about Halo Infinite and the lack of content we're seeing from it, and the pricing for the consoles this year that released in probably November. Um, but we'll see, man. I I'm very 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 concerned about Xbox. Um, so. Yeah, I think that's going to do it for this episode. A little bit of a longer episode, but hey, uh, more the more the merrier, right? Um, I think uh, next episode uh, we'll be talking about the uh, results from this weekend's uh, CDL uh, Toronto Home Series uh, event and the standings uh, going into playoffs and champs, and we'll talk about the seeding and, and the results and my predictions for champs. So thank you guys for listening. Uh, if you would like to you know, talk to me about um, you know your thoughts on the Xbox versus PlayStation and how we're shaping up this year, let me know. If you disagreed with anything I said, let me know. And if you agreed, uh, let me know as well. So thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next time on the Game Point Podcast.